This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. Former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says it's time for Washington to establish formal diplomatic ties with the Republic of China, Taiwan. Pompeo's remarks come on the third day of his four-day trip in Taiwan. The speech was given at a Prospect Foundation, a Taiwanese think tank focused on cross-strait relations. Pompeo also said the United States needs to change its ambiguous strategy and steadfastly support Taiwan. It is an imperative to change 50 years of ambiguity. It's about America's diplomatic recognition of the Republic of China and Taiwan. While the United States should continue to engage the People's Republic of China as a sovereign government, America's diplomatic recognition of the 23 million freedom-loving Taiwanese people and its legal, democratically elected government can no longer be ignored, avoided, or treated as secondary. It is my view that the United States government should immediately take necessary and long overdue steps to do the right and obvious thing that is to offer the Republic of China, Taiwan, America's diplomatic recognition as a free and sovereign country. For more on Mike Pompeo's visit to Taiwan, Bing Wang spoke to Chen Fangyu, professor of political science at Suzhou University. He began by asking what a former Secretary of State's visit means for U.S.-Taiwan relations. Mr. Pompeo is highly uh, Taiwan-friendly. So in his term, uh, he facilitated uh, a lot of uh, uh, the pro-Taiwan uh, policies. For example, he uh, lifted the restriction of the uh, official interaction between Taiwan and U.S. And also he promoted uh, many uh, economic cooperation talks and held by the State Department. So I think uh, during his term, uh, the U.S. also had a very significant turn on the China policy. So Pompeo was supposed to visit uh, before Biden took office, but canceled his trip, citing pandemic reasons. Um, why is he visiting now and what topics will be on the table? So they talk about the national security issues, economic uh, cooperation, and also they talk a lot about the values of democracy and freedom. And I think that is what... Uh, Mr. Pompeo uh, promoted uh, during his term. So he also stressed this uh, uh, in his speech in the uh, presidential office this time. So I think the uh, value of democracy, value of freedom, and the shared values between U.S. and Taiwan. What is the significance of Pompeo's visit, especially after the special delegation sent by the Biden White House? I think the special... Uh, Special delegation is also very important to Taiwan because uh, as we can see that there are many uh, U.S. skepticism uh, these days. So especially uh, uh, starting from the invasion of Ukraine by uh, Russia. And I think this happened all the time. For example, last year when the U.S. retreated from Afghanistan, there are also a lot of U.S. skepticism. And then White House seek signals uh, reassurance to Taiwan that the U.S.-Taiwan relations and commitment are rock solid. And this time, uh, the White House 
directly send a delegation to Taiwan, and it also provides some kind of reassurance to Taiwan. So this uh, kind of vi visit and the U.S. current policy is uh, had a very clear focus on the Indo-Pacific uh, region. So Taiwan is part of it. And also we can see that uh, Taiwan joins uh, U.S. allies to uh, for the sanction of Russia. So that uh, this kind of efforts and the foreign policies, uh, again, uh, shows that the U.S.-Taiwan relations is highly uh, solid. Three Chinese warships were spotted near Orchid Island to the east of Taiwan proper on Wednesday night. They were reported about 92 kilometers to the southeast of the island. A military source says this is the closest that Chinese naval vessels have approached Orchid Island recently, and the third time over the past week they have passed nearby. This latest passage coincides with the visit of former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to Taiwan, with one analyst suggesting China is sending a message. Top executives of Taiwan Power Company, the state-owned energy provider, have offered to resign over a power outage that left millions of people without electricity. The company has said that human error is most likely to have caused the outage, but that more details will be revealed in the coming days. Hameo Khan reports. A flick of the wrong switch during an annual routine maintenance knocked out power for over 5 million households. On Thursday morning, Taiwan Power Company, the state-run operator, reported that over 30% of the country's electricity was down. Officials quickly mobilized a task force to get the power back on. Many streetlights, shops and train services, particularly in the south, were affected, with more than 4,000 commuters experiencing delays. Taiwan's Ministry of Economics, which oversees Thai Power, has repeatedly apologized for the incident. The company's executives have also offered their resignation. Taiwan Power has announced that it will give a 5 to 10 percent discount for customers who were affected. Kamashu and Hami Okan for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan's foreign ministry has evacuated another 21 people from Ukraine to Poland. Eight of them are Taiwanese and the rest are family of different nationalities. This is the third wave of evacuations by Taiwan following Russia's invasion over a week ago. Only one national remains in Ukraine who has insisted on staying, according to the foreign ministry. Staff from Taiwan's representative office in Warsaw met the group at the Polish border and will assist with their return to Taiwan or to another country. Three U.S. senators have proposed a new bill that would place harsh financial penalties on China if it were to attack Taiwan. The bill put forward by Republican senators Rick Scott, Kevin Kramer and John Kennedy calls for all financial transactions with Beijing to cease if it were to invade, blockade or attempt a regime change by force in Taiwan. It also would require the U.S. president to implement sanctions within 30 days. Citing Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the bill's sponsors say the U.S. has to show China that it stands firmly behind Taiwan in order to deter Beijing from attempting similar action. The bill will now go to a committee for debate. Taiwan plans to boost its missile production from around 200 missiles per year to nearly 500 to bolster the country's defenses amid rising tensions with China.
Last year, the government approved an extra 8.6 billion U.S. dollars of defense spending over the next five years. Some of that budget will go towards upgrading and expanding missile-making facilities, according to a defense ministry report. These include supersonic anti-ship missiles and longer-range land attack missiles that can reportedly strike targets as far as China. The report came in the same week that three Chinese warships were spotted in waters close to southeast Taiwan. As Taiwan's population continues to fall for the second year in a row, the executive yuan has bumped up education and childcare allowances for new parents. Ranhol Kilpatrick has more. In the face of a declining and rapidly aging population, Taiwan's cabinet is introducing new subsidies that will lighten the burden on new and expectant parents. From August, education and childcare subsidies for newborns will be increased by 1,500 Taiwan dollars, or 53 U.S. dollars a month, until a child reaches the age of two. While fees at public childcare facilities for toddlers will also be slashed by 500 Taiwan dollars, or 18 U.S. dollars, paid maternity and paternity leave. As well as paid leave for routine checkups, will both be increased to seven days from five, with more room created for parents to pursue flexible working hours. In 2021, Taiwan saw its second consecutive year of population decline, falling to a level not seen since nearly a decade ago. This was the product of both negative net emigration and a new all-time low for births in the country. Social welfare groups have welcomed the changes, but point out that fundamental problems keeping people from starting families, including stagnant wages and a soaring cost of housing, remain unaddressed by the new measures. The whole city planning process, our road policy, etc., are all very important issues to address. But we have not seen the government in this area providing The bump in subsidies follow a similar increase a year ago that failed to reverse the downward trend. It also comes just days after Taipei introduced a lottery for newlyweds in an attempt to stem the exodus of young families from the capital to more affordable neighboring cities. But these changes may not be enough to stem the tide of population decline and convince would-be parents. Ryan Hill Kilpatrick for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan Sports Administration will stop paying subsidies to controversial speed skater Huang Yuting for two years as punishment for what is being called inappropriate words and action during the Winter Olympics in Beijing. The decision was made after a special meeting between government officials, legal experts, academics, and the athlete herself. Huang is Taiwan's top speed skating athlete, but she angered many after posting a video of herself on social media, training in a Chinese national team uniform, and saying she felt like she was competing on home turf during the Olympics. Taiwan Plus contacted the sports administration to ask what rule Huang was punished for breaking, but did not receive an answer before going to. Air. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com. <laughs>